Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Jarrell Lowe. And we are the Low Property Team. Awesome. Awesome. You know, we're going to go a little off the cuff today. Uh, Brittany and I, we had a great conversation with a potential client, um, a mother that's planning to purchase her first home. And, you know, when we're having that consultation and we're talking about some of the things to expect and prepare for, we both sensed there was a little bit of nervous energy. And in that moment, we kind of just took a, you know, tried to reassure that this is normal, right? This process with closing costs and down payment and how do I make all this work and do I really want to become a homeowner? You know, during that conversation, it was absolutely, absolutely great opportunity to build relationships. So we you know, just shared a little bit about our experience, shared about what we've done with clients this past year, and how we continue to support and grow with clients. This led us to having just a natural conversation about, you know, the need for money, and what that looks like as a buyer. How do we how do we afford these closing costs? How do we afford these the down payment, whatever costs may come up in escrow. And on the ride home, we talked about the need for extra money and everyone, I think it's important right now, right now, more than ever, it's important that yes, one, we all need extra money, but number two, it's also important to label all the money you have currently, because I think we all in our, our, in our systems that we have as families, individuals, wherever you're at, our financial systems. Um, we've had some cracks in our in our processes, and I know for us, we like to indulge a little bit, right? Brittany likes Pete's, and um, I, like, I like my coffee. <laughs> I like my vinyls. I like my whiskey, and I like these things. But what we have to do is really take a hard a hard look at our finances and say, okay, we need to run an audit and see what we can clean up. And the audit should be done on a weekly basis, um, and then again on a monthly basis, and then again on a yearly basis, um, just so that you can ensure that you know, you're being good stewards of your money. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of right now, speaking you know, from a buyer's and a seller's standpoint in the market, it's still a seller's market. Um, and as a buyer, it can be intimidating. It can be depleting at times or discouraging because you have a specific package that your lender has given you the umbrella amount that you can spend. And when you're going and placing offers on homes for some and you're getting beat out, you kind of just look like, well, do I even have enough to purchase a home? Um, you know, what, what does this even look like? Yeah. You know, we hear that a lot with our buyers and always what we encourage is, you know, the, the right home will come available to you yeah. and you'll know it's the right one. Um, in a sense that the stars will feel as though they're aligning for you. But in the meantime, we always tell our clients during your search, continue to save yeah. pennies matter and continue, continue to save. 
and I I want to say something just adding to that, Brittany. We have a pretty stable investment account, but the need for capital right now is so important, not just in the home buying mm-hmm. process, but in life, large life events, right? Or you're looking to pay off some of that debt that Brittany's referencing uh, that the lender may have spoken to you about. Mm-hmm. So, Jarell and Brittany, what in the world are you talking, what are you guys talking about? And we truly believe in our business, we like to practice what we preach. So here we are. We are going to start the 12-week savings challenge today. And we're asking you to join in because I think it always helps us out for two purposes. When we audit our finances and then we have an extra or an additional $1,000 that we can apply to something. You know what? That's another credit card I can pay off. You know what? That's $1,000 I can put to my closing costs or something that can move me up the ladder just one step at a time. And I think this is an important piece to talk about the 12-week challenge and why. Yeah, and it's going to look different for every single person. Um, you just have to assess what what you can do, what you're willing to do, and kind of what the end goal is. Once you have those three things figured out, then moving forward, you can say, okay, I want to allocate this much per, you know, every paycheck, um, you know, and then figure out essentially what you're going to use that towards. So I think what f- for us, right, for us of week by week, we're going to figure out, okay, we're saving $100 per week. And if that comes down to we're not eating out or yeah. we're, you know, um, taking a portion out of our, our checks that we're getting, you know, to allocate towards something at the end, our goal is at least $100. So by 12 weeks, we can say, okay, we want to put that money um, towards A, B, and C. Yeah. And I think for those out there, I do want to recap. If $100 is too much, it's absolutely okay. We've set the challenge for ourselves saying this is what we're going to do. Why? Why did you pose this as a challenge? And there's two reasons why. I think number one is we view money as the objective and not as the tool, Mm -hmm. right? We see I need money and this is the outcome I need. I need more money. But we don't see money as that opportunity to say, how can this money that I'm, yeah, go to work for me? How can it make me some more money? And I think that's what we're trying to focus on in this process, right? Like, yeah, we can save $5,000 and we can do all this. But I think it's important for that second point that I wanted to bring up was you need to create small wins, right? Build your confidence, become really confident in a process and doing this. So if you decide to jump into the next 12-week challenge, you know what? I'm aiming for that 100 bucks a week. And how can I do that? Let me just break it down for us, what I can do. All right, I'm not buying any vinyls. Vinyls run you anywhere from $2 to $4, $5 a, uh, per vinyl used. Okay, I'm not buying any bottles of whiskey. A bottle of whiskey will run you anywhere from $50 to $100. You know, if you want to go above the charts, you can do that. Right? Okay, drill. no more cigars, right? Do not buy any additional cigars. And what we're trying to do is just audit our current finances so we see that there's a surplus of extra money. But the problem is, it's not extra because we're labeling that dollar. This dollar has to go to the 12-week challenge, savings challenge. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of, um, you know, society lives outside of their means. And I do want to give an example because... The um, first week of January, Jarell and I decided that we were 
we joined a gym and it was a six week challenge. It's essentially you bet on yourself and we had to get up every single day at 6 a.m., complete the workout, check in that we were there because we had to meet a specific goal at the end. We completed that challenge, but now the crazy part is, it's just like they say with, what is it, 21 days it creates a habit, yeah. is that that's now a part of our lifestyle. You know, we're not a part of the challenge anymore where we've already completed the challenge, but it's still the expectation and now desire to we're still going to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym every single morning. And some days we might go twice a day, but this is the lifestyle we want to create. And so this essentially is the same thing, right? To say, okay, for 12 weeks, can I be disciplined? Can I do this? And then, of course, you're going to reap the benefits of what you're doing because you're you're saving money, right? You're figuring out how to make the money work for you. And, okay, do I have to live outside of my means or can I live this way and then be able to do what I want later down the line with whatever those goals are. But Brittany, right? I don't think some of us may not process, well, how am I living outside of my means, right? Well, let's break this down. If you get a raise at your job, we automatically expect that our living expenses are going to increase with that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you've outgrown your home, we expect that you're going to grow into a bigger home, right? Or we're always increasing. We're always increasing. Bigger, better mentality. Yeah. And I think Which that's is what, okay. It's absolutely okay. But don't let the Jones force you to increase to a level you're not prepared for financially. So where we are at is starting this 12-week challenge. And Brittany referenced our six-week challenge. And just, Brittany, do you remember the day when we just took off a day by accident? And we were like, dude. It, yeah, it. it just it it feels off because we had we had a system. It it now became a part of our everyday routine, and so not having that something felt off for us, right? Yeah. And that that's just us personally, just like an illustration. But a lot of conver it goes back to having a lot of conversations that we have daily and weekly with clients of you know, specifically buyers of feeling just straight out de depleted yeah, of, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to make this work. And then the, the other side to it is, well, this is 110% of what I want. It's definitely out of my means. Yeah. Let me just, you know, find a second and third job and make this work. Where in that sense, that's the wrong mentality to have, right? What we're telling our clients is don't force it. Um, you know, get in where you can just get your foot in the door. That's important. And yes. then grow from there instead of renting for eight, nine years. And then all of a sudden you're buying a three bedroom, two bathroom house with a pool in the back and your house trap because you can't pay your monthly mortgage and you can't go on vacation and you're living off of top ramen. Yeah, I think. And just to highlight that, we're just looking at, well, don't knock top ramen first Oof, off. So just gross. take it easy. But first, I want to highlight just what Brittany is talking about, because there is so much out there about trying to time the market and when do I jump in or I'm going to wait for the collapse. And here's I, I, please do not take this as investment advice, financial advice, but you just got to get in. You just have to do it right. Brittany and myself went to go view a home here in, uh, in the East Bay area and the lady purchased her home in 92 for one hundred and thirty thousand. That house is up right now for sale for 905. So the point that I'm trying to make is she jumped in in 1992 and her house right now has grown exponentially. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I don't want to draw that out, right? I want us to focus on our 12 week savings challenge. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a great segue for the current book I'm reading, right? 
um, this book that I'm reading, the author grew up next to an orchard, so out in, out in the country land of Texas. He had some weird fascination with trees, just absolutely loved watching the trees and the farmers that came out to tend the trees in the orchard. But he was intimidated. He talked about in the novel how he was intimidated why there were so many trees and it just felt like a forest. And man, how do they take care of all this? And, you know, for us now starting a business, we are, we are starting to understand systems and how systems help flourish or grow things. One day he was sitting on the fence as a young boy. He was sitting on the fence that kind of blocked his family, his parents' land from the orchard that was across the way. And the owner, an older gentleman, pulled up on a tractor. And he said the way it happened, it was so slow motion. But the old man with the cigarette in his mouth asked him to jump on the tractor and he would take him for a ride around the orchard. Maybe, you know, as a young kid, he might enjoy the tractor ride. They viewed the entire orchard. He talked to him about the trees and what he was growing. And he said, I have over 600 trees here. And the author said his jaw dropped as a young boy and trembled because he was so afraid because he had a dream of being uh, um, just like this gentleman that owned the orchard. The owner told him while they were on the tractor, you just have to start with one. When I started building my orchard for my family, it started with one tree. Mm -hmm. 600 just didn't appear out of nowhere. One tree. We have to get started saving. We have to get started doing whatever it is that's in our mind. Just get started. That's what it really comes down to. So do we, I, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm, I don't really want to, I'm not trying to brag. Do we need an extra thousand? Anybody would use it. Yes. But I think we are financially okay where we're at. But this is more of a premise about we want to, we want to walk the talk, right? If we're telling people to do the 12-week challenge, we're going to do this ourselves. And not only are we going to audit our finances weekly and shut down some of the things that we've been spending money on, but we're going to start to earn a little additional money ourselves. You know what? Me and Brittany drink tons of water. So we have water bottles galore all over the place. We're recycling. Every two weeks, I'm going to collect them. I'm going to throw them in bags in the backyard, and we're going to recycle. Even if it's $10, you just got to get started, please. Because that $10 is going to turn into 20. That 20 compounded will turn into 40. So the goal with the 12-week challenge is, me and Brittany are challenging ourselves $100 a week. If we come a little short and we only did 87, that's absolutely okay because that's 87 more than what I had. But the goal is to get to the end of the 12 weeks and have a lump sum of money that brings us a little bit more comfort in our lives and helps us progress to the next ladder on that rung. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it'll, it'll be exciting. And I feel like at first, just like the six week challenge that we, you know, did working out at 6am in the morning, that first and second, that first and second day was rough, but that third and fourth day, it was, it was okay. Well, this is just what we do. This is the morning routine and it got easier and easier and then it got to a point where it got fun. Yeah. We look forward to it. We, yeah. you know, see our friends at the gym and we get our nice one hour workout in before we start our day. And now our outlook of our day is different, yeah. right? We're, we're more motivated. We're, we're more focused in what we're doing. Yes, we're exhausted, you know, come eight, nine o'clock at night, but that's okay because we are 
we, we like the results we're seeing. So this is the same thing. Yes, it, the first and second week might hurt. You know, if you're, if you're giving up your Starbucks or if you're only doing, you know, three times a week as opposed to seven days a week yeah. or, you know, not eating out as much, whatever that you're doing. Um, yes, it's, go- it's going to hurt, right? Yeah. But it, it goes for the same thing of it's just growing pains. Absolutely. And Brittany, I, I, did we mention that we're going again for the six week? We're not doing the challenge. But now this has became a part of our life in a sense where mm-hmm. we're going, we're staying with our 6 a.m. workout, but now we're going to add some things on our end that we like to do. How do we add yoga in there? How do we add evening walks in there? How do we add more fruits, vegetables, and nuts into the diet? And I think these are things that we're getting excited about because this new lifestyle we've been introduced to, we take it that one step further and say, let's add this or double down on this and then watch the compound happen. Yeah. And I, for, for myself, I think for both of us is I struggle with, you know, just doing something for a short amount of time, right? Going cold Turkey and then never revisiting it. I need consistency. I need something that I can put into a routine. So yes, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm intimidated by the 12 week challenge. It's for me, it's fun. It's okay. How can we make the most amount of money? Okay. What does week one look like versus week four? You know, so have fun with it. Um, you know, be realistic with yourself. Don't sit here and say, okay, I'm going to, you know, do this and this. If you know that you're not going to be able to meet it, it's just like Jarrell said, you have to get those small wins. So put yourself in a position where you can have those small wins. And then as you start to see you're consistent with those wins, then maybe reassess it and say, okay, I can do this much this week or, you know, I, I can do more, but just don't go in head first of, okay, well, this is what it is. And then by week two, if you haven't hit it, you're then depleted and you don't want to do it anymore because it's not fun. Absolutely. And we're not going to drown you guys with this. We ask the 12 week savings challenge. If you're inspired, join in with us. Uh, we're going to po- post an infograph sometime this week about the savings challenge. And you know what? This is about each of us getting better as a community and then as helping our financial status where we're at and where we're trying to be. And we'd love to hear your wins. So, you know, repost it, um, message us or post something about what you're doing and, you know, the results that you're seeing so that, um, you know, we can hold each other accountable. Absolutely. And it's so vital as we let you guys go. Just get started tomorrow, today, sometime this week. Just plant your tree and say, this is what I'm going to do. Right. We need to get to that point where we plant number one and we can look up and see number 600 has come and grown into this amazing orchard. We appreciate you all tuning in today. Like Brittany said, post your wins, share them with us. You're not a part of the low property team tribe and we want to get better together. Heck, keep us accountable. But the goal, the goal is to audit our finances and figure out ways we can increase income and we can do that by taking on a small challenge and a change in a lifestyle. Until next time, we appreciate you for tuning in. We love y'all, thank y'all, and then we see you soon and listen to you soon, but also respond if you have any questions or comments. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. 
the Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.